y'all. Oh my god, <laughs> we are back and we're Where super are you excited. From? I am from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, well, Mexico, te- technically Mexico, East but Texas. Where? <laughs> Stop. We're excited to be back. Um, we always pre-record, so we have our set days when we just we get do. together. So we're back. We're back at it. It's been a couple weeks, right? It has been a few weeks for us. Mm-hmm. Not for y'all, but, but for us. But for course. us, yes. <laughs> so before we start this episode, please do subscribe to our channel and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yes, yeah. I nailed it. Woo. Did it. <laughs> Here's the imaginary gold star. Yay! But before we get started on this week's group, we uh-huh. do have another special I know, it's announcement. so exciting. Well, reminder of a special yes. announcement, actually. So we already had our little special announcement video yes. with our promotional partnership that we're doing with Asia Times Square. Square. Yes. And that's in regards to the Kevin Wu concert. Woo! Kevin Wu hey! is coming to Texas, y'all. Woo! Hence why I was like, hey, y'all. <laughs> the so beginning. He, as far as I know, he doesn't have a light stick, so I pulled out one of my You Kiss light sticks. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I brought this guy out, so I'm like, yeah. So we're obviously gonna be there, and um, it's Friday, August sixth. Doors open at six p.m. So please do buy your tickets. Please yes. come support our and man. Where is our man? Gonna this be performing? is gonna be at Texas Live Arlington Backyard. So yes. in Arlington, August sixth. August 6th. So you guys got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Figure out how you're going to buy the tickets. Remember, they cost money, so you can sell stuff. <laughs> work real hard. Ask somebody for money. Maybe a nice, like, birthday gift. Early Christmas yeah. gift. Yeah. So Don't come hurt through. anybody. Yeah. Oh. Don't hurt no. anybody for the tickets. <laughs> but we're telling y'all now, so you have plenty of time. Go get those tickets. Yes. So we are going to include all the links to yes. this concert down in our description. Yes. Yeah. So super excited super excited hopefully we'll have a full house of people yes for kevin at the concert don't disappoint him guys we need him to come back it's his first time in texas i believe yeah yeah we want him to come back so in order to have a shot at that we need to pack that place Uh uh-huh mm-hmm and i don't know if you want to find us we'll be there so of course (laughs) (laughs) i mean we're not the celebrities. No, we're not. But we'll be there. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Anyway, <laughs> that's <Time>. exciting. <laughs> Time for me to switch light sticks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's going <laughs> to hang out back there. So we are switching to... XO! <laughs> we're so lame. We're sorry. I like how we have the different colored light sticks. Yeah. We have different generation lights. So, so Patty is fancy. She actually has the version one light stick. This was the Aww. first light stick. This comes all the way back from... You bought this in like late 2015. I did. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, we haven't made that much progress because this is version three. <laughs> it looks almost exactly the same. Just a different color. And yeah. I mean, there's I differences, it's slightly but, taller, but that's about it. And it has this uh, protruding out. Yeah. And, but I mean, hey, if it works, if it works, it works. Yeah. Like, why? Why change it? Yeah. So, you know, what's funny is you actually never used your light stick, but I used your light <laughs> stick. OK, so when EXO came to Dallas, yeah. I had an exam, right? You did. As always, college ruins my k-pop experience yes um i had an exam to study for so i couldn't make it but summer could go and yes. i was like if i can't be there in person take my <laughs> light stick because i didn't have one because y'all this is going back like 
five going on six years. Yes. So Dang, yeah. K pop was not as popular here yet. Mm-hmm. It also wasn't as like mainstream in terms of like merch and stuff yeah, either. That's true. So to have an official light stick, you couldn't just go buy them online like not a lot of stores had them sometimes you had to get them shipped from korea yeah it was a big deal because when i took that to the concert and i pulled it out all the like they were all girls throughout me but all the girls around me were like oh my god is that an official exo light stick <laughs> and i was like it is and they were like oh my god I'm like yeah. yeah it came like straight from korea my friend couldn't come to the show mm-hmm. so I'm using her light stick, like, yeah. because she can't be here. And they're like, oh, my God, like, can I touch it? That's so cool. I cannot even dream to have an official light stick. And now I'm like, haha, <laughs> official light sticks everywhere. Yeah. But times are different. Things have changed. Times have changed. So mm-hmm. it was a big deal. It was. And then I so. bought mine before the Super M concert. Okay. I was like, if I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go hardcore. So I took my... I bought a Super M light stick at the Super mm-hmm. M concert, but I took my shiny and EXO light sticks with me. Yeah! <laughs> Nothing against NCT, just I hadn't been exposed to them yet, yeah. so I didn't have a light stick yeah. for them. Not that I, like, intentionally left them out. <laughs> I just, I, ha- I didn't really know who they were yet, so okay. I didn't yeah. have a light stick. So me and one of, me and Marla, shout out, Marla. Went, to the, went to the Super M concert, and I made her, like, take turns holding my light stick. <laughs> so the <laughs> three great. of us were, like, alternating which ones we were using. That's fun. Yeah. But yeah, so light six story. Yeah. <laughs> so are you ready to talk about EXO? Oh, dude, yeah. I love EXO. We all love EXO. You, yeah. I mean, it's EXO. Come on. They've been around for almost a decade now. Can you believe Stop. that? Stop. Oh, yeah. Stop. That's why when you have, I said the same thing with Super Junior, when you start getting to 8, 9, 10, 12, 15 years of mm-hmm. history, that's a bit long for, I think, our podcast episodes. So... Please don't come at me if I omit any information. I'm I'm not trying to skip anything. We're just going to try to hit the big bullet points. Yeah. But please, if you are new to EXO, maybe you haven't heard about them before. Maybe you're a new K-pop fan and you want to learn more about them. Please go do some research because I'm just going to hit the big points. Mm -hmm. We can get through all (laughs) nine plus years, uh, 12 total members worth of knowledge because it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It really so, is. Without further ado, let's hit some basic information. Let's do it. Just a reminder for us, because we're old ladies now. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I mean, we can pronounce their names, but yes. we always include a disclaimer. Just if for we anything. Say something weird. Yeah. Don't come at us. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I only speak one language, and it's English, <laughs> and I'm like barely able to speak it. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. But let's get into some basic information. So EXO is obviously a South Korean Chinese yes. boy group <laughs> under SM Entertainment. Uh, they do Japanese promotions as well. And I believe that's under AVEX Tracks. Mm-hmm. A lot of groups are under AVEX in Japan. And like I said, EXO has been around for nearly 10 years. Wow. So they debuted... In April of 2012, we were graduating high school when they debuted, which is crazy because when we got into K-pop, it was, what, 2014? See? Yes. That's when I heavily got into them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I was exposed to it, like, year before, but not fully immersed. So when you think about it, when we, like, Mm -hmm. really got into K-pop, they were, like, becoming, just barely becoming not rookies. 
I know. Right, because that's 2014. They debuted in 2012. Mm-hmm. So they were still, like, pretty new. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. We haven't been there since the beginning, but pretty close. Yeah. So it's absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. And EXO, they are a larger group. They started out being an even larger group <laughs> than they are yeah. now. So EXO <laughs> originally had 12 members. Uh, three members have left the group. So right now we do have <sighs> nine current members. I was going to say eight current and one inactive but i believe our boy lay has finally returned to us with this past comeback that's what i've heard i know so i'm like hallelujah (laughs) yes so we'll get into that in a little bit um other piece of basic information you may want to know if you're new Mm -hmm. to exo is we do have a fandom name it is xol so as we um We'll get into XO originally had some subgroupings. Yes. XOK, XOM, and what comes between <sighs> K and M? It's the L. L. Yeah. To bridge the two groups together. Mm-hmm. They have their fans and their love. Mm-hmm. They'll always have my love, that's for sure. <laughs> so uh, just to get into a little bit of pre-debut history... Um, and this, I know this, but it's still shocking when I think about mm-hmm. it. EXO was the first boy group under SM Entertainment after Shiny. That is true. So it's only like four years or so after Shiny debuted, but I don't know, just that jump from Shiny to EXO mm-hmm. kind of messed with my mind a little bit, even <laughs> though I already knew that. Um, but the concept of EXO was that they were going to have... 12 members Mm -hmm. and those 12 members were going to be split into two subgroupings so six members in each Mm -hmm. one group would promote in korean the other one would promote in mandarin chinese yes so be able to promote versions of their albums in both languages at the same time through Mm -hmm. these two subgroupings obviously they could come together to promote as a whole group as 12 as well so XOK was the Korean subunit and XOM was the Mandarin subunit. So M for Mandarin Chinese. Uh, and like I said, each had six members in it. So the XOK lineup had Suo, Dio, Baekhyun, Chanyeol, Kai, and Sehun. And the XOM lineup was originally Chen, Shumin, Lei, Tao, Chris, and Luhan. Mm-hmm. So the Chinese subunit was made up of two Korean members. The other four were all actually Chinese members. So prior to debut, EXO did release a few singles, uh, What is Love and History. Mm-hmm. So those had Korean and Mandarin versions. And then finally, both subunits, XOK and XOM, debuted on the same day in April, April 8th, 2012. And that was with the single Mama. That was also the name of their first EP album. It was also Mm -hmm. named Mama, and that was released the following day on April 9th. So starting out, EXO didn't have a whole bunch of traction. They did win um, some awards. So at the 2012 Mnet Asian Music Awards, they did win uh, Best New Asian Group. They also won the Newcomer Award at the Golden Disc Awards that year as well. But... I know they didn't really have as much traction as a mm-hmm. lot of people were anticipating an SM group to have, right? The home of TVXQ, Shiny, Super Junior. Yeah. They're expecting them to come out of the gates, I think, throwing punches and 
winning everything. And that wasn't the case. In fact, I know at my job, I had a former coworker who she's like, oh, EXO, I don't listen to them. She was a few years older than me. Mm -hmm. She's like, I never listened to them because I remember when they debuted and they kind of flopped and it kind of ruined it for me. And to me, since we didn't really get into K-pop till like late 2014, that was shocking to me because, you know, EXO already yeah. had Growl, a Overdose. They had some fans. big hits and were yeah. like a known group at that point. It was super shocking, but that's kind of how it was at the time. So we move into 2013 and EXO releases their first full-length studio album. So that's XOXO. Mm -hmm. And that was in June of that year. So there was a Korean version and a Mandarin version of that album. However, unlike their previous EP, Mama, where the two groups, uh, XOK and XOM, had separate promotions, mm -hmm. for XOXO, it was actually joint promotions. These did mainly take place in Korea, not so much in China, though. Yeah. So, and this is where we start to get into the breakthrough of what XO is known oh, for. Yeah. The repackaged version of XOXO was titled Growl. That came out in mm. August of 2013. Had a few additional tracks, including the new title, growl so that's my first k-pop video does me sing like a gangnam style count well because if it does then that would be my second k-pop video but like boy band group yeah knowing that it was k-pop i think it was my first i know i showed, showed it, it to me. you <laughs> <laughs> i was like what is going on this dance is super cool why are they so attractive and who's who i'm overwhelmed Mm -hmm. that, that's all I that was happening and when you say that I just think watching so the growl music video had like an alternate version music oh, yeah. video and it had like close ups and stuff and I just remember like you know what I'm about to say too Kai makes this like I can't do it don't try stupid, no. but he makes this little like this cute little facial expression yes and I remember you were like ah. oh he's and sexy. I was like excuse you Sir. Yeah, Ugh. I was like, are you old enough for me to call you sir? And then I was like, oh my god, your birthday is like two weeks after mine. You should be my husband. Pretty much be careful, was like the they're going to come after you. <laughs> of me and like 12 million other <laughs> like yes. teenage and young adults oh, around the world. Oh my goodness. I fell deeply in love with EXO. Yes. <laughs> and it was with Growl. And yes. I mean, by the time we saw Growl, it had only been out a little bit over a year about yeah. a year so like it was still like the song was still being widely played places oh yeah dude uh so growl obviously had a lot of traction in korea it kind of gets them very well noticed also uh that song did peak i believe at number three on the billboard k-pop hot 100 mm. um and number two on the gayon digital chart so it did very very well this is considered exo's like first big hit yeah it's a song that you know most people know by them everyone knows the song by yeah. them uh, and what was also cool is that when you look at the sales for EXO, mm -hmm. EXO, and Growl, collectively, that album sold over a million copies. Wow. And it had been many years since um, a South Korean artist had, had hit that milestone, I think, in that amount of time. Oh, wow. So EXO, they start getting some traction. They keep moving on. Towards the end of 2013, in December, they released their second EP, uh, it's so good. I laugh because, well, there's a story of why I laugh. 
Miracles in December. December. Oh, such a good song. Are you going to tell them the story? Yes. <laughs> tell them the story. So uh, <sighs> we love that song, That's as, how I feel. as we said. And uh, so there's this, I think they're siblings, that they do, they do cover songs um, in Spanish. So they, Sweet. not just Koreans, Korean artists, but like also um, like like English. Too, right? So what they do is they do covers, but they do them in Spanish. And there's a cover for Miracles in December. I, I love that song. I really do. I love the cover. And so Summer, our other See. roommate, well, my roommate now, but at that time it was another roommate, Chelly. We probably mentioned her a couple times here. But Shout out. Hey, we were like, <laughs> let's learn this song in Spanish and let's sing it together. And it was fine because I could sing it. Chelly could sing it. We're Spanish, Spanish speakers. speakers. Not but we were Spanish supposed to teach speaker. Summer how to sing it. We couldn't get past. We couldn't get couldn't past get the first line because like four words. we just kept laughing the whole time. Yeah, my accent is pretty bad, guys. <laughs> we tried. I was trying, and that was I think the funny part is that you guys are like, "How is it so bad if you're trying so hard?" <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Yeah, so I there sound we were. very white no matter what I'm trying to say in any language. Oh, goodness. Surprise, surprise. I mean, I, I like, I remember that night specifically. It was like in the middle of the night. It was dark. Yeah. We're just in the <laughs> living room, like us three being weird. And then Chelly and I are going back and forth. I remember her with her blanket. Yeah. <laughs> She's like a hardcore singing it. And I'm singing it. I'm like, we need to teach summer. And then you and I sit down next yeah. to each other and we're just. Ha ha ha! We could we couldn't get past it. So hence, uh, you guys would sing it in Spanish, and I would sing it on la la la. Yeah, it was too funny. La 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 la. Oh. So I don't mean to laugh at the song. The song is beautiful. It's just a memory. It just makes me think of Christmas time. It's just it's like chef kiss. It's a beautiful song. It is so beautiful. Um, but yeah, so that wrapped up EXO's 2013 releases, mm -hmm. and this is when EXO really starts winning big at a lot of the year-end um, music programs, yeah. so they start winning a slew of awards, mm -hmm. and it was really all just kicked off with Growl. Yeah, I mean, it's a great song. Yeah. I remember I binge heard that song oh, yeah. over and over and over. The biggest memory is just me being in the bus at, at College Station and A&M mm -hmm. and just everyone back and forth. And I'd be like. So I remember when I came back that Christmas break, like I came back home, I was hanging out with um, our friend Brandy. Yes. Shout out. She's a huge XOL. She has a exo tattoo oh, she does on her i arm. forgot about that um, yeah i'll mention it when we get to that album but she has a certain album cover tattooed on her she arm does. so like you can't tell me that girl isn't hardcore like exo <laughs> is like on her permanently yeah but i was the one that showed her exo because mm -hmm. patty showed it to me i show it to her right and at first she's like i don't know how i feel about this whole k-pop thing like she's reluctant of course a lot of us were right but i knew i got to her when as i'm trying to like show her the music we were in her car mm -hmm. and she's like okay okay keep talking i'm gonna drive through i think it was like mcdonald's or taco bell i yeah. don't remember we're going through the drive through right she's like keep telling us we're waiting for like the people to hand us the food and i knew it got to her after i had shown her the video and we're waiting for the guy to hand us the food yeah. at the counter and i hear her hum and you're like and i was like what's that you're humming and she was like i 
oh my god oh my god and, and like, then mm-hmm. a couple years later tattoo D- down down here actually okay tattoo yeah. i don't know where, i don't remember where it's at yeah that's how i get you that, that and that's how they that's how i get you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> i'm just like uh and that's only 2012 and 2013. So. <laughs> We're already in our feels. We're already in the feels. We're about to get 2014, which is when we became fans. Mm-hmm. Just crazy. So we're we ready to dive into 2014 and beyond. Yes. Let's okay. do it. So 2014 sees the release of EXO's third EP, so their third mini album, Overdose. <sighs> so similar to their first EP, uh, we did have XOK and XOM promoting in mm-hmm. Korea and China, respectively. So there are Korean and Chinese versions of that album. And this album actually had over 660,000 pre-orders. So at the time, this was the most pre-ordered Korean EP like in, in, in history. Wow. Obviously, I'm sure this has been broken many, it's- many, many, many a times, but guys remember this is yeah. 2014 so this is this is like pre bts craze yeah. in korea and the u.s yeah, breaking I now the market know, here like, yeah this was huge in the korean market but i feel like now it's not uncommon to have groups oh dude it happens all the time over a million million and a half copies in pre-order but i'm like remember we have like a global market now yes K-pop wasn't global this is the like well, what do I want to call it? like the pre BTS bubble? I think like BTS helped break that bubble. Yeah. Open the floodgates for the global market. This is before that. Yeah. So I'm like, this was a big deal. They sold over half a million yeah. copies of this album just in pre-orders. Mm-hmm. So it was a really, really big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, Overdose actually was the best-selling release of the year in South Korea, which I thought was crazy. Um, and it was the, apparently it was, I did not know this when I was researching, it was apparently the first EP mm-hmm. to top the year and charts and win album of the year at the Mama Awards. Oh. So I think before it was like full length albums, but this is an EP, so it's a mini album. Yeah. That's which insane. Is crazy. Um, and also in 2014, towards the end of the year, we did see EXO release their first live album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that also did phenomenon, phenomenal on the digital charts. And it was actually EXO's first number one single that came from that live album, mm-hmm. which I thought was super, super cool. So by the end of 2014, EXO's doing fantastic in Korea. They're also doing fantastic in Japan. They were actually the best-selling K-pop artist of the year of 2014 in Japan. And this was prior to them having a Japanese release. <laughs> That's true. They haven't debuted yet, right? <laughs> That's insane. So I thought that was crazy. Yeah. Um, one of the other highlights, though, from 2014 that I do want to mention is that EXO did have their first headlining tour mm-hmm. in 2014. So that was EXO from Exoplanet 1, The Lost Planet. And tickets sold out in 1.47 seconds. <laughs> Done. Basically. Yeah. I guess they had their, like, information like on there before mm-hmm. and then it's like three two one pew. yeah that's crazy and then before moving on the 2015 there are a few other things i should mention <sighs> yeah um 2014 so like patty and i are like brand new xols 
We were. We they didn't even have the fandom name XOL yet. Do you remember? People were calling themselves exotics. Oh my god, yes. And then SM finally announced, like, oh no, the fandom name is XOL. And we're like, oh cool. People were calling themselves oh exotics. My god, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So we were baby exotic XOL fans. Yeah. And then just when we finally could name all twelve members. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Cause you know, like we had to watch the show like exo showtime they're like show and watch their yeah. their videos and stuff to figure out like who was who because it was overwhelming as yeah, it's a, a lot fan, it was a lot right? of them yeah it was a lot and it was overwhelming and we finally got to know who was who and then that's when bam chris he files a lawsuit against sm entertainment to yeah. terminate his contract early so he was alleging that sm had no regard for his health he had uh, unfair treatment, unfair distribution of the profits, restricted freedoms. He felt like he wasn't really being treated like a person, just more like a product they were mm-hmm. marketing for money. So he uh, wants to terminate his contract early. Yeah. Then shortly after, same year, Luhan, and these are both members of the XOM subunit. Both of them are Chinese members. Luhan also files a lawsuit against SM Entertainment for similar reasons. Yeah. And it just puts in perspective, like, the dark side of the industry in Mm -hmm. a way. And also, I mean, obviously, if you look at the pattern here, it's like, the commonality is that they're not Korean. Mm-hmm. So the foreign members. Yeah. And just wait, wait, wait. There's more. Oh, I know. But let's move on to some happier thoughts before we get to the there's more. Yeah. So as we move into 2015, EXO has their second headlining world mm-hmm. tour, Exoplanet 2, The Exolution. And this had more than 70,000 attendees just in their five performances uh, in Seoul. Wow. And this is the tour that actually like had a pit stop in Dallas. Yeah. So obviously the Dallas pit stop wasn't until 2016, but yeah. the, the tour kicked off in 2015. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so many years ago. I'm like, I was a baby. I was fledgling like, K-pop fan. Oh, go see them whenever they come back. Yeah. Thanks a lot, SM. Don't get me wrong. We're grateful that like Shinies came. NCT, I think. One of the NCT groups has came. SM. Um, One, two, um, seven, I thought. I think it was. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Super M, Dave came. Um, super grateful. Red Velvet, right? Red Velvet mm-hmm. came. Like, we super grateful. But. <laughs> and when you brought them back, where was their stop in Dallas, huh? <sighs> Not to compare y'all to, like, other entertainment companies, but I'm just saying, you want to know how many times, like, Got7 came to <laughs> Dallas? Mm-hmm. Well, how many times they came? To Texas? You know how many times Monster X has came to Texas, specifically Dallas? <laughs> I know, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clearly they're making money, SM. What you doing? Yeah. I'm just saying. I never I have a them. job that I didn't have when I was in 2016 concert. You have money. <laughs> I have more money now. I don't because I have you a mortgage have to pay. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like... Yeah. We have more money than we did when we were 21. And the 22. time, too. Because I can take days off. I can... You know, I don't have to be studying, doing homework. Like, I have to 
I'm yeah, in Dallas. Because it was hard because our days off in college, you had to like study and stuff. You yeah, know? you had stuff it wasn't to do. Just a free day off. Yeah, like we have now. We didn't have vacation time to take either. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I see y'all, SM. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, <laughs> everybody gets out of their military service. You know what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You should Bring do them it. To Dallas. Bring them back to Dallas. <laughs> like, there's like old lady fans like us that will throw lots of money at them. I promise. Yeah. Anyway, off my side. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. <laughs> Anyway, 2015 saw another release from EXO. So it was their second studio album. I remember when this came out yeah. because we were counting down in our apartment in college, like total we like, like derpy fans we that were. we were. And that was Exodus. Exodus. And oh, that was such a good album. Came out in both Korean and Mandarin mm-hmm. versions. And do you remember each album had what, like 10 copies because it was a copy per each member that was yes. asked in the group. So there were 20 it was insane. editions of that album. I'm like, oh. I didn't collect imagine? albums back then. Oh, I didn't collect Mm-mm. albums back then. Mm-mm. It would have been nice to have a full set of that. Because that was a good album. I only have one copy of that album. Yeah, I have, same. I have Suo's version. Same, but I, I couldn't afford all the copies at that time oh for sure or I now still can't even now like i i know when like super junior came back i fantasized about buying like all of, all of them yeah and i actually put like went to one of the stores online and put mm-hmm. the albums in my cart just to see how much it would be and oh, i was goodness. like no it was like 300 and something dollars and i was like i can't justify it no so i didn't buy them <laughs> and i was really sad about it but uh to have them all would have been uh, so this album actually created and broke some records as well. Not surprising. So over half a million copies of this album were pre-ordered within 24 hours. And at the time, that was like record-breaking. So I'm like, holy crap. And then obviously, like some of the releases before, Exodus wins Album of the Year at the Mama Awards. Mm-hmm. So that was also a big deal. Now, during the promotions, I will say for uh, Exodus, Tao, the, um, how should I say this? He was out of promotions, I believe, due to an injury. However, Mm -hmm. shortly after that announcement was made, it was a follow-up announcement that he was also filing a lawsuit to terminate his contract. So this would make him the third member to Mm -hmm. leave the group, also the third Chinese member to leave the group as well. Just all the drama involved. And his... And I think all of them really were very, like, drawn-out lawsuits. Oh, yeah. And just... For him specifically, the drama he had with his members and then him actually leaving as well, it just... It was sad. Yeah, just because, like, a lot of the, not fans, but just people were like, oh, you know, they're no longer friends. He was upset that other members left. And then now he's leaving too. And now he feels like a hypocrite, but, like, he has to do what he has to do. It's so much drama, so much... It was sad. uh, It was very sad. And I remember EXO's Ugh. only like three, three and a half years old at this point. So I know. Like they're still a baby. And personally for us, it was the heartache. I had never felt so sad. Like I remember in the past well, hearing. we were new K-pop yeah. fans. And you know, you would hear like even just in pop history, like this member left and everyone's like devastated and I never understood. I'm like, yeah. okay. 
like Justin Timberlake went solo. I don't. Okay, apparently it was devastating at that time, you know. And it's like you don't get it, but then with EXO, I understood. We were highly invested. Yes, I was like, no. That's why I remember when the whole like One Direction drama oh, happened, yeah, that happened, and they were too. like, I remember seeing all these like memes and stuff online that were like, uh huh, One Directioners, go talk to the K-pop fans. We understand your pain. Yeah, they're like, come to us. We'll all cry together. Yeah, and it's sad because I mean, since the K-pop industry is full of boy bands and girl bands, and this happens more often than so it should. Often, yeah. It's like a common thing, like a member leaving or like long-term hiatus and then bye you know it's like sad super common now or like the whole seven year curse oh don't i don't want to think about that yeah so thankfully with exo we are past the seven year curse granted um uh the members left way before the seven year mark <laughs> maybe that's so. why we were okay yeah. with seven years <laughs> yeah. but uh that's why uh later in 2015 when there was a repackaged edition mm-hmm. of exodus that came out love me right i still can't believe it's been that long since that came out wow. um promotions were done without cal this was the first yeah. uh nine member outing for yeah. the group mm-hmm um 2015 was also monumental in the fact that exo releases their first japanese single mm-hmm. so their debut single was called uh, love me right romantic universe which had the japanese version of love me right and it also had a original japanese mm-hmm. song called drop that which is actually pretty catchy yeah hey 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 exo drop that are you done <laughs> we are EXO. Okay, now I'm done. There you go. <laughs> I have their Japanese album actually like up there. It's the pretty colorful one. Mm-hmm. So that's not the uh debut single, but yeah. that's like their full Japanese mm-hmm. album and that's the Japanese XOL fan club edition. Nice. I had to like fight some people on eBay for it. To be like Cuz you had to be a part of the Japanese fan club, like official fan yeah. club to be able to buy it. Yeah. And then, you know, people are like, ooh, money. I'm going to rip some Americans off or rip whoever off, you know, and sell it to them. And you're like, take my money. <laughs> I was like, oh, that one hurt. But I had no. to have it. Um, also, in 2015, a lot of things happened in 2015, yeah. 2016 for EXO. So in 2015, EXO also has a special single titled Lightsaber. <sighs> yes, it's such a bop. <laughs> it is a good ass song, too. <laughs> Uh, it's to promote the Star Wars Force Awakens. Uh, yes. It was the release in South Korea. So as part of that uh, promotional release of the film in Korea, it was an official collaboration with Walt Disney. Yeah. Which it was like. I remember at the time because I, I a was a Star Wars, Wars fan, fan. How do you feel? Ah, <laughs> that's how I felt. And it's a good song. It. it if I'm being honest, it did feel like. It felt a little bit cringy Light when I first saber. heard the news. And then I was like, what are they supposed to do with this? Like, the music video like, wasn't as bad as I thought it was. And then like, I the thought song it was came out be, like really cringy. And then I was super proud. Like when the song came out, I was like, yeah, it wasn't but, as cringy as I thought. But honestly, I feel like at this point, this, this opportunity felt a little bit premature. I say this because I mean, I get it. Star Wars was coming back, you know, Force Awakens, that new trilogy. But imagine if this would have happened post the BTS bubble. Uh, it would be more popular, I feel. Of course. 
It was still kind of like, oh, that's cool. Yes. K-pop does something with Star Wars. Wow, yes. Star Wars is big. These these kids must be important. Yeah. Oh, cool. Because this was like borderline when that was changing. Mm-hmm. Like when BTS was gaining that momentum. Mm-hmm. and. So remember at this that. point in time, mm-hmm. BTS is just breaking it in Korea. Yes. Where they're just breaking in Korea. We haven't broken like worldwide yet. Yes. So it would have been interesting what... Uh, would have come out of all this if it would have happened after but just a thought food for thought food for thought mm-hmm. so if you want some more food for thought we're not even done with 2015 yet no so exo at the end of 2015 releases their second winter special mm-hmm. and that is a sing for you i know i love it that one is fantastic as well mm-hmm. so the singles associated with that release for sing for you and unfair Yes. And both were promoted on music programs. Both broke a ton mm-hmm. of records for first week sales and um, what do you call it? Like digital rankings and whatnot. Yeah. So both of those songs did very, very, very well. Uh, we then move into 2016, which has a special place in Patmer's heart because yes. we went to Korea in 2016. We did go to and Korea. And we got to see the singles for the third studio album exact lucky one and monster yes live at m countdown Woo! Woo! so that's a whole story um we that we died. finally get to talk about because Woo! we've always bring it up but we never fully we yeah. haven't right fully no, talked we've about like it alluded to it yes okay let's set the scene it was june 9th 2016 in south korea that's when this album was released yes exo makes their comeback stage on m countdown and guess who's there we We are are. and to be honest though it was released and i remember being in the subway just listening to it over and over on my phone oh my gosh over and over and over wondering i'm surrounded by all these korean people i wonder if they know what i'm listening to Uh, and i'm like and i bet someone in here is ellis is also listening to this at the moment so good and this is what honestly started at least for me i think for you too our k-pop like album craze oh yes i remember being well i'm just gonna buy the two copies because like (laughs) i'm here i'm here um when this came out that's it I'm only gonna buy I this. The same I'm thing. never gonna buy other albums because I shouldn't. They were I'm, they were mementos of our trip. So they were my second and third album because, as I mentioned in the You Kiss episode, I bought Stalker, Stalker as my first album, right? And it's just the only reason I bought that one first is because we we're walking in the mall and I saw it first, right? But then we're walking around, we see copies of EXO. Yes, we buy them, right? And I was like, well, I'm a You Kiss fan. I'm an EXO fan. I see them live at M Countdown. Mm-hmm. I need a memento. Yeah. That and only lasted about like five months. And then I went downhill and I broke. And now and I'm like three albums, 300. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, because for me, my first album was Unify, the Spanish one, oh. the design one that I bought. And then these. And I was Quiero like, Is that what it yeah. was? Yeah. And then I was like, I'm never going to buy any other album. And then that was a lie. <laughs> of course. That was but, a special So I, I remember us just binge hearing it. Because I remember we would get ready and we would put it. And oh, we're yes. Just, we were obsessed with it. We wa- And we watched like the music videos release at like midnight. Yes. In the hostel we were staying In actual at. Korea for the first time ever, obviously. We were um, so excited. And then... We got to go to M Countdown. Yes. So back in the day, I don't think it it's available now, but SM Entertainment had, I don't, 
what is it sm it was like a, it's like their side it's like their um travel it was like a travel package but without the travel part yeah yeah so like they i don't know if they have it now but back in the day they had another like sub company or like yeah that like you know had all these travel packages were more like travel it was like entertainment like you can go to concerts you could go to m countdown you can do tours um they wouldn't pay for your travel or your accommodation but they could get you a spot at one of yeah. these types of events and it was like catered towards international, international fans, fans. Like yes the page was like in english and you could make the reservation and, and pay it was like endurin it was like chinese uh japanese and english were si. like the three si, main si. main mm-hmm. so i remember because you know we were like we need to go to Korea. and it was pretty cheap it was pretty affordable what was it like and you got like a guaranteed spot at at M Countdown. They didn't guarantee like how close you were going to be, but you got guaranteed to get in. And then we got this like little goodie bag package. Yes, you got a little sticker. You had a tour in the little like studio. Yeah, you got the goodie bag with like the stickers, pens, pins, random stuff. And then you got like a mini little tour of the little Mm -hmm. studio that M Countdown's like held in. And then the actual, like, uh, recording, like, being yeah. an actual um, the live show. show. And uh, so... It was a surreal experience. It was, it was so fascinating. And then you would be divided by, if you're in the Japanese group, and the English group, and the yeah. Chinese group. And you had, like, a person that, like, spoke your language. Yes. You kind of, like... Fought. And it was, like, the group rate. And then you would just high by bowl. Rock, uh, paper, scissor it. So, so, <laughs> so you have the three... Let's elaborate a second. So you yes. have the three groups. You have your... English group, your Chinese group, your yes. Japanese group, right? And they put you basically, you get in a line in mm-hmm. your group. So basically first come, first serve in that group. So if you're the 15th English person in the yeah. English group, you are the 15th person in the English line, yeah. right? And so on. And you got to decide, though, which group is going to go in first. From now, the obviously, yeah. this is coming in after, like, the fan clubs and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But then... They got to decide, you know, who from these people about the package is going to go in in what order. Yeah. So they have the little leader of each group. They play Kai Bai Bowl to decide who goes in first. Yes. And guess what? We were lucky. The and English we, group got to go yeah. in first. Our group got, for, got so to we're go like in first. Right, yeah. We're like right in the front. I think they let like one fan club go in and then us or something like that. We were in the second row, Because we were second row, but I know they let people go in in front of us, which is why I was like, how did we get so close? I don't know. We got Because, in the like, fan row. clubs went in before us. Yeah. Maybe they have their optimum place where they, like, this is Maybe. Where I don't be. know, because I was like, oh, my gosh, how much room is there going to be? We're in the second row, and it's all standing. Like, we're real, real close. And for shorties like us, it's perfect. Because uh, the people in front was. of us weren't tall either, so we could no, see. like, we could actually see. Yeah, it was great. And they're all foreigners, too, that were in front of us, too. So we're, yeah, like, yeah, talking yeah, yeah. to them and stuff. We're right? talking to them in English. We're talking, like, where are you from? Oh, cool. Like, we're super excited. We Who are you here to groups, watch? And We see the groups going and performing. Yes. This is and when we fell in love with Exit. We mentioned this oh in my the God, episode. Yes. Oh, they were so this good. And there were some other groups that were good, too. Twice was there. Twice was there. And I was there. like, whoa. Like, I vaguely remember it, but we didn't really pay attention to them because they were, like, rookies really yeah and then and um, like we said we weren't really paying attention to girl groups and then we saw uh, K&K, what was that girl yeah, group? yes uh, firestar yes was there their song was really cute um, actually you kiss was there you and kiss, she fan girl oh yes we told you the story we told you the story oh gosh uh who else was there um, oh what's that group um d- uh double s 301 or something 
Oh, yeah. I yeah. They had a catchy song. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. They're real cute. And one of the guys like winked at the girl that was in front of us. And she was dying. And she really liked them. Yeah. They were so cute. They're, yeah, they're like no. that subgroup from the SS501 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. the group that that guy from. We called him Blondie from, oh, from Boys uh, Over Flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. His subgroup. I don't remember, but I know, I know what you're talking they about. They was there. Yeah. Like, there's quite a few groups there. there was, and it was, like, it was all a, around it was a very solid, good solid, show. like, show. And, and the um, last group to go was EXO. And it's their comeback stage. Yeah. We almost died. We almost did. We saw Lucky One and Monster live, but and That's a price? whole story. Are you ready to tell them? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. We almost died. Caught yourself. I was about to curse, yes. We almost, we almost died, died. And it's a whole story. Okay, so we see the other sh- the other artists. We and see- everyone's acting like nice and normal. No we're one's all pushing cheering or shoving. And we're all, yay, yay. And Except for me when You Kiss came on. I just Oh, she was them. just like. But we're but, all clapping. Everyone's polite. The groups are fabulous. We're having a good time. It's yeah. amazing. We're happy. We're in Korea. And then it's time. For EXO. Oh, Ugh. I got yeah. shivers. It was time. The, the boys walk out and you kind of start feeling a little bit of a sway. Of just, yeah, because you know, people are trying to get closer to the stage. And then you're being pushed a little bit in the front. And you're like, oh, it, it, hopefully but this But we're is- expecting this. It's EXO, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I was like, like a little okay, shopping okay, is no big okay. deal, right? I was like, this, this, is, this is okay. Yeah. And then I start noticing the face of like a security guy. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? And I noticed more security coming to the front. So basically where we are, we said second row. So the girl, the row of girls in front of us. And then you maybe had, you had the security barricade. And that barricade to the stage was maybe like four or five feet. Yeah. Four, five, six feet. And then you have the stage, which is off the ground yeah but we're Cause, only because there's maybe, a camera that's going back yeah and forth. we're maybe only like eight feet away yeah, from the stage really or close. so we're very very close so at this point i'm starting to get a little bit concerned just a little bit but uncomfortable then, i was getting uncomfortable was like, okay. not worried but uncomfortable but then then it just they all of them came out and it became chaos just yeah to the point that we were being pushed back and forth back and forth because the security he pushed us back because yeah. we were all pushing. Like, I mean, I didn't mean to obviously push, but it's just like the whole force of people behind us yeah. made the people, the girls in front of us, like they were falling through. And yeah. the guy's like, absolutely not. And he shoved the barricade. So back. we were shoved, being shoved back and forth to the point that I, I don't know if you, you, if you felt this, but like I couldn't touch the floor. Oh, girl, wait till I get to my part. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, dude, yeah. I couldn't. I thought I was going to assault someone. Yeah, dude. I couldn't touch the floor, and so it was Summer, our friend Cynthia, who's tinier than us, and yeah. me, and I just saw her kind of, like, floating <laughs> away. People were moving around. I remember it was, it was so bad chaotic. when I looked at you, and we looked down, and we were like, we lost Cynthia. She, she was gone. I was like, I don't know where she went. I was one of those moments where I was like, I'm concerned, because I don't know where our friend is, but there's literally nothing I can do about yeah, it. Yeah, and I made sure to be like... Yeah. Let's like. <laughs> like, I think we like linked, linked arms, arms or something. And then like, because also I was like, at some point I was like, I you can't touch. stand the, straight. I couldn't touch the floor. I'm like, I'm floating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm floating. And 
I'm afraid if like this gets worse, I won't breathe. And meanwhile, like, as this is going on, Exo is trying to perform. And I, right? oh, I feel so bad for them. So because- some of them, some of them were like top class, like professionals. I'm They're just, just going to look mm-hmm. at the back where the cameras are and I'm not going to look what's going down there. So I'm, I'm going to perform. No yeah. emotion, emotion. So I'm thinking like, like Kai yeah. was all like, uh-huh, uh, uh, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm just not going to look at it. I... I'm a professional. And then you had, like, I distinctly remember Chen. Oh. Chen, and I think it was Schumann and Lei. Lei. I remember Lei being like, oh, no. We're just, like. They were so concerned. And I remember <laughs> at some point, I don't know, maybe he was looking at me, he wasn't. But I remember, like, Lei looking straight on what it felt was at me. And I was like, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, well, we're okay. And he was so concerned. I remember, like, a couple of them looking down, like, because yes. we're at the front, so we're easy to be seen. And them kind of looking like, what the? Yeah. And yeah. we're like, it's, it's fine. It's okay. I'm dying. It's fine. It's Which probably made it look worse, because we're yeah. trying to not look like we're getting crushed as we're getting crushed. I mean, like, there was a millisecond in there that I was like, we could die here. Like, really. Like, it was that bad. And, I mean, I don't know if you knew, but, like, off, I would say, to the right and behind of me, I saw a couple Korean girls whack each other with their light sticks. Like, people were actually beating each I other. I could hear, like, a lot going on. And at some point, I could hear, like, like back and forth. And this is where your your part comes in. I was ready to assault somebody, yes, guys. Yes, she was. So I'm only five feet tall. So that's yeah. a hundred and how many centimeters? Ooh, I don't know. Like upper 40s, low like 50s. Like, like 151 or yeah. something. I'm really short, okay? So uh, I'm really short. And I remember feeling the shoving Right. And it got to the point that, like Patty said, I remember feeling my feet be lifted yeah. off the ground because everyone is smushed in so much. But it got to the point that there were some girls that I literally felt them like doing this behind me, like they're just pushing me. Yeah. So I shoved them off of me because they're literally on me. And I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh. I was respectful to all the groups. Some of them I didn't even know. Like, just because y'all like X, so I did not travel all the way across the world. To get, to get ran over. Yeah. And, like, I knew people were going to, like, shove and stuff, but they were, like, physically on me. So I shoved them off me. Like, I literally just went, uh, like that. Yeah. And they didn't like that. And they were taller than me. Not tall, but definitely taller yeah, It was, like, two or three, right? There were three of them, right? Okay. So they started actually grabbing my shirt and pulling and pushing me because I was, like, pushing them yeah. off of me. And all of us in the first couple rows were, like, linking arms trying to keep the people from knocking oh, us yeah, over. Yeah, because to the point that the girl that was literally in front of me, she f- she fell, and I don't know how. I mean, it could have been really dangerous. Dude, I don't know how, but I grabbed her. Mm-hmm. I, it was, like, natural instinct, because if she would have fall, like, that could have been bad us, for her. Us we could have crushed her. Us first two rows, we were... Trying to help each other. Like, foreigners unite. Yeah, like, like, I grabbed her. We were trying to stop them from going over the barricade. They were trying to stop us from flying over their shoulders. Yeah, because I grabbed her, and I, like, pushed her back. And she's like, thank you. I was like, you were going to fall? And, like, I was afraid that we were going to step on her. Like, that's terrifying. I mean, it would have been dangerous that, like, someone could have easily easily fallen and been, like, crushed. Like, like, stampede over. Yeah. It could have been really dangerous. So we're all linking arms trying to keep people from, like, shoving us, right? And these girls are actually grabbing me and, like, pulling and pushing and pulling and pushing. 
So I got mad and I bumped them with my butt and like shoved them off of me. Yeah. And they stopped for a second and I was like, thank God. And then that's when I felt one of them reach her hand through my hair and grab me at my scalp. And I felt another arm on my shoulder and another arm near my waist grabbing my shirt. And the other one has her hands in my ear or my hair and they all pulled back at the same time and then threw me yeah forward just threw me forward so my waist ended up at the shoulders of the girl in front of me like i was gonna go over the barricade guys like i was gonna take a ride on the camera (laughs) like that's what it looked like like i was gonna go over the barricade this whole time those securities are pushing us back and these people are trying to push us forward yeah. It's a chaos. So the girls in front of me, I'm like, my waist is like at their shoulder. They like grab onto my lower body to keep me from flying over the barricade. Yeah. And then I know you grabbed my shoulder at some point. And you guys are the only thing that's basically keeping me from going over the barricade. And this is when I made eye contact with a couple of them. And their faces were literally like, what the? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm literally you... like, there's just this little white girl like about yeah. to go over the barricade. And then didn't you like fight back at some point? Like I tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just grabbed me and shoved me forward. And um... so security saw it though, and security came into the pit and started yelling at the girls that threw me, and they started like screaming at him and like pointing at me, and he was pointing at them, and he had like a little fan, and he started hitting them with it because <laughs> they wouldn't let go of me. Yeah. And they were trying to blame it on me. Right? It's like, they're, like, grabbing onto me and trying to tell the guy that it's my fault. So, like, he's, like, beating them with, like, his little fan because they wouldn't let go of me. Yeah. And y'all and the people in front of us had to actually, like, pull me down Mm -hmm. because I was going over. Like, I was going to go over the front row of people. I was going to die. Yeah. I was going to punch somebody, too. Yeah, she's ready to fight. And I told her if it would have been one-on-one, I would just let you fight. But it was three-on-one? Yeah. Hell no. I was like, I would have joined. And then our other friend, the one that kind of just drifted <laughs> The one away, that we lost. We eventually found her. We found Cynthia. And we told her everything that happened. And she was like, which one was it? She was ready to fight, too. Yeah. So it would have been three foreigners started fighting. And- I'm just saying, th- two Mexicans and, like, a Texan against the three Korean girls. If we take away the light sticks, I think we could have won. <laughs> we would have ended in a uh, Korean, Korean jail. <laughs> we would have been on the news. Like three like foreigners like, got in foreigner like, a P, fight. Foreigner C and foreigner S got in a fight. All got arrested at geez. M Countdown. That would have been in the news probably. But, but I mean, is. yeah, it was oh, bad. Gosh. I mean, and I should put like disclaimer. We're not saying that like all EXO fans are like this. Oh, no, not We're at not all. saying that all Korean fans are oh, like no. this. We're just saying that there was a handful of Korean EXO fans that acted like this. Yes. Not all EXO fans are like that. Mm-mm. We know most aren't because we're EXO yeah. fans. Yeah, and we've we know most domestic Korean yeah. fans are not crazy. Not at all. But yeah. Each fandom has some crazies, and we encountered and them. And we had to be in front of them apparently. Yeah. It was like we were not going to stand between them and their old ball. It was it was crazy, but regardless, my shoes broke. You, yes, <laughs> so we got shoved so much that the sole of my shoe actually like fell off, and I had to buy new shoes. On I remember ankle. that. And just to end the story, do you remember what we saw when we were leaving? So we're leaving, and we saw some like little rookie group that like. 
they didn't get a special exit. They had to walk out the front doors. Yeah. And I was like, poor sweeties. They haven't made it yet. But then, like, the crazies were, like, chasing the black vans that the groups were leaving in. Oh, yeah. Like, actually, like, running after them. So we took the long way to get to the subway station because A, we wanted snacks. B, I was like angrily ranting. Oh, yeah. We were walking pretty I needed angrily. to find yeah, like shoes. That. And then we also wanted to get as far away from the craziness as possible. And we saw the big black van that was like carrying idols or looked like the one carrying idols going the same way that we were mm-hmm. taking detours and stuff to get away from people. So we were joking that we're like, hey, that's probably XO oh, yeah. in the van. Yeah. Ugh. Such chaos, but it was fun. It's a good story now to tell, but yeah. we almost died, y'all. We did, and um, I, I don't really think I need to say more about the um, exact album than that. <laughs> so like we said, right. the promotional singles were Lucky One and Monster. Yeah. Once again, this is the summer of 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, exact did see a repackaged edition called Lotto come out later that year. Yes. And that also did phenomenal uh, on the digital charts, as well as with the number of albums sold. Mm-hmm. Um, exact sold over a million copies. So it was almost 1.2 million copies mm-hmm. within two months of its release. That was EXO's third album to sell over a million copies. So they officially became triple million sellers after that release. Nice. And we were there to see it. We were. So 2016 also sees EXO go on their third headlining tour, mm-hmm. Exoplanet 3, the Exorodium, I think is how you say that. Yeah. That's what I'm going <laughs> to like, Exoplanet Ooh. number three. Yeah. 2016, we also see the release <gasps> yes. of EXO's first uh. subunit. So EXO, CBX, uh, with their first EP. Yes. Hey, mama. Oh, my goodness. I... Is, da, 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 is it bad that da, da, I kind of forgot da, da, that all da, da, this happened? So, like, because I know, like, this episode's already probably, like, a bajillion minutes long, I haven't covered any of the solo stuff yeah. that's been happening. Um, sorry, EXO people do have lots of solos, so they go do. check those out, too. But we're trying to just hit the big points, like I said. And especially with story time. Oh, we did we made it longer than we time. should have. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, CBX debuts with Hey Mama. Da, 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 I like da, how you da. had to repeat that again, but. I did. <laughs> and um, EXO also releases their second Japanese mm-hmm. single in this year, which is called Coming Over. Yeah. And that actually did very, very well on the Oricon charts. It became EXO's second Japanese single to mm-hmm. receive platinum certification from the Recording Industry Association of Japan. And remember, this is only their second Japanese single. So I'm like, haha, that's cool. <laughs> we also see EXO's third winter release, which is their fifth overall EP, mm-hmm. released the end of 2016, and that was For Life. Yes. And that sold almost half a million copies in less than two weeks, which is amazing because that EP was not really promoted publicly, and they still sold mm-hmm. a crap ton. So getting closer and closer to present day... Uh, the number of activities EXO has, has does kind of go up and down yeah. a little bit. Um, 2017 isn't quite as busy as 2016. 
uh, XOCBX debuts in Japan. It's with an EP titled Girls. Mm-hmm. We also see EXO have their fourth studio album, Korean album, and that is The War. Yes. That was a fantastic um, album. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that album had over 800,000 copies sold just in pre-orders. Wow. So that surpassed the band's own record that they had set for exact. Mm-hmm. So the war actually, um, at the time, had the record for highest first week sales of any K-pop album nice. at the time. So sold a ton, did very well on the charts, both domestically as well as some of the Billboard charts as well. Mm-hmm. And a repackaged edition of the war was also released later that year. It was called The War, The Power of Music. Yeah. And the title track for that was Power. Yeah. Power actually had some interesting info that I didn't know on it. Mm-hmm. So apparently, um, Power had the highest score in Um Countdown with 11,000 oh, points, wow. which was actually a perfect score. Uh, around this time, um, mm-hmm. I think it was in 2015, actually, Um Countdown had redone their point structure. So when. EXO was promoting power yeah. they were the first group to have like a perfect score oh, I know wow. I'm sure I didn't know not that. the only group by now but apparently yeah. they were the first group at, at the time. time yeah um and it was also the group's 100th win on a music show oh that's and nice. I'm like holy crap that's a lot of wins that's a lot of wins um but yeah so EXO also has um another world tour EXO planet number four the mm-hmm. Exion Exilion Elixian? Sure. It has to know. I don't know how to say it. Elix- I don't know either. But anyway. Exoplanet number four. <laughs> so we start that world tour towards the end of 2017 mm-hmm. as well. And obviously, uh, with the original and repackaged edition of The War, Exo sells a bajillion copies. Not really. It was about 1.6 million copies um, mm-hmm. by the end of November. And that made them quadruple million sellers overall. Nice. Which I thought was pretty awesome. And then uh, in December of 2017, EXO announced that they would also have their fourth special winter release, which would be their Mm -hmm. sixth overall EP. And that is Universe. Yes. Now we move into 2018. 2018, they are um, pretty busy Mm -hmm. once again. Um, we also see the release of the first Japanese studio album, which was called Countdown, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I have up at the front, the colorful version of Countdown. And they sell quite a few copies of that. It mm-hmm. peaks number one at the weekly Oricon chart. No surprises there. Um, and what was crazy is 10 days after the release of that album, it was already certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of Japan. Of course. <laughs> I was like, what? It's like a week and a half. Yeah. So um, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, early in 2018, we also see EXO perform uh, the closing ceremonies of the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang? Uh, South Korea. And that was on your birthday, yes, February 25th. I remember, I remember that. <laughs> so they were the representatives of K-pop. So they mm-hmm. performed and then CL also performed as yes. well. And moving along into the summer of 2018, EXO goes on yet another headlining tour. And mm-hmm. that's 
Exoplanet 5. Yes. The exploration. So at this point, I feel I kind of just fell off the grid with Exo. Mm-hmm. That's where I stopped. Honestly, I think I fell off the grid, but then when they came back and promoted stuff, I would hear the album, but not mm-hmm. really know what else was going yeah. on. Because I, I say this because... Um, yeah, I was 2018 when I stopped, like mm-hmm. mid, more like like summer. Yeah. So when you stopped, did you hear the releases that came out after? Or no. Were you like a total stop? Well, no, but yes, I say this because a couple months ago, I heard everything that EXO had released. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I am familiar with it. I heard it. Heard I it liked once. it. Yeah, and that was about it. So, So I kind of fell off with what was going on. I did hear their releases, and I'm pretty familiar, not with all of them, but most of them. Mm. But the other, anything else that was going on around that time was a little fuzzy. Yeah. Um, But in 2018, we also see the release of the second official subunit. So that's XOSC, so Mm -hmm. uh, Chenyol and uh, Sehun. Yes. Debut as their own subunit. Mm -hmm. So their first EP is called What a Life, and that was in July. We also see towards the end of the year in November, EXO released their fifth full-length studio album, and that is Don't Mess Up My Tempo. This is where I'm like, I know the song, but Mm -mm 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 -mm. I was not involved. It was a good album. I have it (laughs) up there as well. Yeah. And apparently this is their best-selling album, I believe, today. Nice. So um, between this and there was Mm -hmm. a repackage. The repackage was Love Shot. Yeah. It's the love shot. I know of the song, but I'm like... They've sold, I think, more than or close to 2 million copies year to date. Dang. So it is definitely, um, from the research I found, their best-selling album so mm-hmm. far. Um, and I know, I think I saw on Facebook not that long ago, mm-hmm. Love Shot just hit like a certain milestone in terms of like hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. Oh, I did see that. So it's like definitely yeah. one of their most popular songs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, once we move into 2019, 2020, yeah. 2021, we start to kind of drop off in terms of promotions for yeah. EXO just a little bit. Uh, 2019, we do see the sixth full-length studio album, Obsession, mm-hmm. be released, and that's towards the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, this release only had a six-member lineup due to many members having enlisted in the mandatory military service by now. Um, obviously, Obsession still does great. It debuts mm-hmm. at number one on the Gay on Album charts. Uh, Several of the songs that were included in this album, EXO had um, shown these songs during their Exoplanet 5 um, encore concerts that they had. Um, But otherwise, 2019 is not super heavy in terms of promotions. Yeah. Uh, 2020, the group tends to focus on their solo promotions. So a lot of people have solo albums. Also, because a lot of members started to... Because a lot of people are enlisted right now. Yeah. So those that are not are doing like solo promotions, um, subunit promotions as well. So... Sahoon and Chanyol's subunit releases an actual mm-hmm. full-length studio album called One Billion Views. Yeah. Um, even more solos are um, 
released and done yes. and whatnot. Um, that moves us to 2021, where we currently are now. Mm-hmm. The group's seventh EP yeah. is a special album that was released, uh, Don't Fight the Feeling. Yes. And that was just released in June of this year. Yeah. And what's cool about this is even though we do have many members that are in the military, yeah. uh, Lay is included. Yeah, because we... You didn't talk about the whole Lay not being part of... Um... So Lay's last full mm-hmm. in-person promotion, yeah. I believe, was what we saw, was the exact and yeah. auto promotion. Because after with, that, wasn't um, it... Um, it was like the Chinese... Yeah, so like he, laws and he had... Um, something like that. Being a Chinese citizen mm-hmm. and whatnot, he had some issues with getting back to... Korea to do promotions he was originally just supposed to take a short break mm-hmm. so that he could do some solo stuff and some acting in China obviously turned into a much longer hiatus than was originally planned yeah. uh, he did show up in the don't mess up your tempo album and music mm-hmm. video but it was more of like a pop-up hey look I'm still we here photoshopped lay yeah. in there not really fully participating it, honestly it's not it was not his fault oh no not it's, at all it was powers that were bigger than it's stuff him. that he could not control yeah so that's why it is exciting that with this special album that was just yes. released i know they couldn't physically be in korea still but he was still able to participate participate yeah so, are we ready to talk a little bit about the members very briefly? The members that we love? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready to talk very, very briefly about our yes. members? Now, I mean, I, we know them very well. We so. know them very well, so I'm not going to include a lot of information mm-hmm. um, on the members. Yeah. But if you are a new K-pop fan or a baby XOL um, there's a lot more to know about them. So yes. please do feel free to do your research. But mm-hmm. we obviously do want to do some reactions yes. too. So we're going to keep this super brief. Our first member is our leader of the group, uh, Suo. He is the leader, lead vocal, and visual. Mm-hmm. He is a 1991 liner and he is Korean. Yes. And a lot of fans, and I, we totally always saw it, think mm-hmm. he looks kind of like Super Junior Shiwon. <laughs> I remember that. They're both from very wealthy families. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you never know. They could be like distant cousins they or could. something. Um, and I didn't realize, I guess I knew in the back of my head, but mm-hmm. Suo actually became an SM trainee in 2006. Yeah. When he was a teenager. And I forget I remember that, reading like, that it somewhere. was a long time. Like, yeah. He trained for a very, very mm-hmm. long time. So Suo is currently enlisted in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year before he enlisted, he did release a solo EP. Yeah. So his first as a soloist. Uh, and then he enlisted. He enlisted on May 14th. And he actually is supposed to be discharged early next year. Yay! So he will finally come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next member is actually our eldest member. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Schumann. He is a 1990 liner, is a sub vocal and a sub rapper. He is Korean mm-hmm. and he became an SM trainee in 2008. He has done um, a little bit of acting, um, nothing super recent, but in 2016 he was in a movie. Yes. 
Uh, he does have a whole bunch of specialties, so like taekwondo, soccer, mm-hmm. and of course everyone thinks that he's the youngest because he has like a cute little squishy face, but he is the eldest. And just like his personality is, he's like very high guy. Very like, energetic you know, and cute. He's cute, yeah. And Schumann was actually one of the first members to enlist in the military. Being so the he eldest. enlisted yeah. in 2019, so he's actually already out. Yay, I remember seeing Yay. that on the internet. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have our boy, Lay. Lay. He's a 1991 liner, and he is the only current Chinese mm-hmm. member in the group. He is the main dancer, a sub-vocal, and a sub-rapper. So basically, he can do everything. Yeah. And he became an SM trainee in 2008 when he was about 16. Mm-hmm. Lei, super talented guy, like I said. He speaks Chinese and Korean, obviously. And he speaks pretty decent English mm-hmm. as well. Um, and just to top off his talent, he can also play multiple instruments. Oh, yeah. Guitar, piano, also all types of dancing as well. Yeah, he's a phenomenal dancer. And he has done a ton of solo work. Yeah. So he actually has... Four full-length albums, three EPs, and 17 mm-hmm. singles. Yeah. He's so yeah. talented. It's oh. not fair, is it? And he's a quirky person. Yes. Mm-hmm. 4D personality, yeah. for sure. So, moving on, we have Baekhyun. Bacon! Yeah! Korean Bacon. So that is one <laughs> of his popular names. I know when Super M came to the States and yeah. we were on the Ellen show, mm-hmm. he introduced himself, like, telling people you can call me bacon which was <laughs> i thought adorable but he's a 92 liner yeah. and he is one of the main vocals of the group yes. he is korean he officially joined sm entertainment in 2011 so yeah. not too long before the group actually debuted mm-hmm. he has done some acting oh yeah um i think the one most people probably know him from is the moon lovers scarlet heart rio yeah rio. Or whatever. Yeah. I know everyone was watching that when that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's definitely done some some acting, well-loved. And he actually has his own fashion brand. Yeah. I and I don't know it. how to say it. It's like Privy or Privy? Pri- pri- I don't know. Privy. But he launched that in uh, 2018. Yeah. I follow them on Instagram. <laughs> and he is a busy man because yeah. not only is he an EXO, he's in an EXO subunit. CBX. Yes. So him and Schumann and uh, Chen yeah. are all in CBX. He is also in Super M. Mm-hmm. So he a busy, busy man. Uh, he also has some solo releases. He actually has three Korean EPs and one Japanese uh, release so far. And he just enlisted in the military mm-hmm. in May of this year. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunately going to be just a little while before we see him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Chen. Yes. Also 92 liner, also our main focal, and he is also Korean. Mm-hmm. So he also became an SM trainee in 2011. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, he's also a member of the subunit CBX. Yes. One of his specialties is singing high notes. Oh, yeah. Uh, not surprising at all. Mm-hmm. He actually made his debut as a solo singer in mm-hmm. 2019. So far, he's released two EPs as a soloist. 
And in January of last year, 2020, SM confirmed that he was going to be getting married to his non-celebrity girlfriend. Uh, She was pregnant at the time, which I know people were, like, making a scandal of. I was like, y'all, they'd been together, like, many, many years. So I was like, are y'all surprised? Like, I think, I remember reading something that, like, they were dating when he was a rookie. Like, it'd been a long time. I think what it is, honestly... it's not even like, oh, she's pregnant. It's like the fangirls were sad that they're It's like, Opa oh, my God, now is, I can't marry yeah. Chen because I was totally going to marry him. Oh, my God. I think God. that's what it was, but. I was happy for him. If he is happy, then do you, boo. But he's he's our first exo-opa to be married. I know. And the first one to have a baby. I know. So he, he got married to his girlfriend. That's now his wife. And they had their first baby uh, the end of April last year. Baby and girl, it's a right? a little girl. Yeah. So you can just imagine she has all the, like, exo-uncles to Aww. look up to. I, I know, thought it was sweet. adorable. Yeah. So um, Chen did have to enlist in the military last year as well, but he is expected to be discharged in May of next year. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see a couple of them come back next year, yeah. thankfully. Uh, moving on, we do have another 1992 liner. We have Chan Yol. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the main rapper of the group, also sub-vocal and visual. He is Korean. He's been an SM trainee since 2008, so a lot of them, I think, joined in like 06, 08 okay. uh, time frame. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, but he's actually the one that designed the Hexagon yeah. logo for EXO. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. I feel like as me as a designer myself. You're like, I remember like, that, of I, I remember that very well, yeah. But like mentioned before, he is in a subunit mm-hmm. with uh, Sehun. Yes. Uh, some of Chanyeol's specialties or special talents uh, include playing various musical instruments. Oh, yeah. And I know they do that in a lot of their concerts and mm-hmm. live performances. You'll see him uh, play piano, play guitar, mm-hmm. um, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. He's a multi-talented man because he's also, like many of the other members, done some acting. Oh, yeah, dude. And he also, uh, like Baekhyun, just enlisted in mm-hmm. uh, this this past year, 2021. So they filmed their special album and then they mm-hmm. went off into the sunset to join the military. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have just a few current members left. Mm-hmm. We have Dio. Mm-hmm. Squishy. <laughs> Basically squishy. <laughs> he is a 1993 liner. He's also one of the main vocals of the group and he is Korean. Yeah. Uh, he actually became an SM trainee in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, I think a lot of people might know him more for this, even than singing. He's done a ton of acting. Oh, he is a phenomenal and he's a actor. he's a very, very he's good He's so actor. good in anything he's in. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. there might be some people, if they don't listen to K-pop, they may know his face from, like, a acting. drama oh, yeah. versus singing. He's an amazing singer amazing um actor yes and he is finally gonna get a solo release this year yes so excited for that Mm -hmm. and thankfully dio has already completed his military service him and schumann were the first two members to enlist Mm -hmm. so he also enlisted in 2019 so he was discharged at the beginning of this year yay um, are we ready to talk to our or talk about our Magne line members? They're yeah. our age. Are we ready for our yeah. 94 liners? Yeah. So we have first up, we have Kai. 
then like our first love our first from love xo so 94 <laughs> liner just like us yeah he's uh one of the main dancers of the group oh yeah sub rapper sub vocal visual and center mm-hmm. basically he just does everything he still looks show. beautiful while doing it he does i'm just like oh now he became an sm trainee when he was only 13 mm-hmm. so 2007 i was like oh my gosh and some of his specialties are all different types of um, like dance genres. Mm-hmm. So he can do ballet, jazz, hip hop, everything. Poppin'. Mm-hmm. And um, he's also done a little bit of acting here mm-hmm. and there, as many of the other members have done as well. Yes. Um, he, like mentioned before, is a part of Super M. Yes, he is. So he's a busy, busy man. And he's actually debuted as a soloist, too. Mm-hmm. So it was November of last year. And moving on to our Magne, Sahun, yeah. also a 94 liner, April of 94. Mm-hmm. He's lead dancer, lead rapper, visual, and the Magne. He the baby. He the baby. He don't look like the baby, though. No. But he <laughs> is Korean. He was 14 when he became an SM trainee. That was in 2008. Okay. Like mentioned before, he's in a subunit with Chen Yol. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's like super, super close friends with Suo. And I feel like That's just cute. looking at them, I would have never like thought about that. But, One of the oldest um, and the baby. They became friends when they were teenagers and have been close ever Aww. since. That's I think cute. they also used to room together as well. Ah. So um, that's probably how they became mm-hmm. super, super close. Um, in addition to doing some acting, Sehun is a regular cast member on the variety show Busted yeah. Yeah. on Netflix, which is super cute. Mm-hmm. And just reading through this made me realize, if I'm not mistaken, I think every EXO member uh-huh. has either debuted as a soloist or in a subunit or both. Yeah. And I was like, That's oh true. my gosh. So everyone's been super busy, obviously. They're doing their own thing. Yeah. All doing their own thing. But it's time. We need a shout out to the formers. Bring them up, yes. Mm-hmm. So, like we mentioned before, there are three former members. Yeah. They were all from the Chinese subunit. So, mm-hmm. XOM, Chris Luhan, and Tao. Yeah. So, Chris was actually the leader for XOM. I forget that. Mm-hmm. Main rapper of the group, and he was a 1990 liner. Yeah. He is a 1990 liner. He's just not in the group, but he yeah. still exists. <laughs> Obviously. Um, Luhan was also, or is also, it's like weird because I'm trying to say like they were part of the group, but then yeah. saying their facts, I guess those facts still do exist about them. Yeah. Uh, also a 1990 liner. Uh, he was a lead vocal, mm-hmm. lead dancer, visual, and he was actually the face of the group. And then we had Tao, who was lead rapper, lead dancer, and sub vocal, but he was a 1993 liner. Mm-hmm. So those were our three former members. Yeah. Um, and I may have alluded but not mentioned to it before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with these three leaving, they didn't really want to promote XOM as just a three-person yeah. subunit. So as we are going through their history, you may have noticed, instead of breaking things out into XOK, XOM, they mm-hmm. just promoted as one unit as XO. Yeah. And isn't it? funny huge coincidence that our firm randy like those three were her biases 
I think in the order they left, like, I think it was Chris, Lujan, and Tal. Yeah, she liked one, then he left, then she's like, yeah. okay, this one, and then that one left. She's like, Before okay, she one. was, like, heavily invested in K-pop, she really liked them Chinese boys, I guess. She did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you blame her? Look at them. Yeah, they're beautiful. They were beautiful. And they're doing their men. thing. But they're, I think they're all doing... Mm-hmm. They're doing, doing really well. Pretty successful Because I know they do their music, and I know that, like, uh, Chris and Lujan, like, they've done uh, a lot of acting, too, mm-hmm. like... I know Chris was in some major films, too. It's just crazy to think, though, that, like, they were only in EXO for a small part of time. Yeah, Yeah, because they've been out of the group longer now than when they were in it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, all the, I honestly feel like half or not half, a lot of the success is coming from them, but I mean, they were trained in a very, you know, good place. So Mm -hmm. they took that with them. They did. Even if, you know, they didn't really part in the best ways, you know. I bet in a way they're still, still kind of thankful for that. Some yeah. Stuff. yeah. But part with that experience. Okay. Yeah. But. Well, are we ready to do some reacting? Yes. Yes. I know I haven't listened to the recent song that came out in June this year. Uh, the other songs I have listened to, but it's been so long. Have you seen music videos for the yes, others? Yes. Yes, okay. I have. Um, but it's been a while. It's been a while, so I'm 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 cool with listening. Let's say to the past three recent comebacks. Okay. Those would be probably best. Yeah. Yeah, because I've heard parts of the new song, but I haven't heard mm-hmm. it from mm-hmm. like start to finish or seen the video. Mm-hmm. And then the past like few releases after mm-hmm. that, I know I've seen the videos, but I mean it's been probably a while. like when they came out. Mm-hmm. It's been a long yeah. time. So we should do that. Okay, let's mm-hmm. do it. So. The song that we are going to react to first is called Don't Fight the Feeling. Yes. So this is the most recent comeback. From the special mm-hmm. album release yeah. in June this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has 67 million views. Can you believe? Well, in only a few weeks yeah. at the time we were recording this. Let's do All it. Right, let's do it. I have no idea what to expect with Me this neither. Video. Oh. That's very EXO looking. It is. <laughs> Give me some uh, power feels. Oh. I'm like, oh, hello. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Who that? Who's it? <laughs> squishy. I don't know, it's like squishy. And for a second, I was like, who's those people? I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he looks really good. I'm I think it's the hair. Just like thinking of the ones that are enlisted. Oh my gosh, that hair. He cute. But he, he pulls it off. Oh, Shunin. I know. He really does look like a youngest. <laughs> like, he just looks so cute. He's ageless. I do miss the other voices, but mm-hmm. I'm glad but that they I'm released music, I'm just though. thinking, like, how distinctive each of their voices are. Yes. Like, it just hit me. Yeah, we didn't have Dio in the last release. Yeah. I'm just glad they came back. I know. I was so pumped. You're right. His hair does look really nice. Hey. Oh, look at this cute. They look like they're having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was cool. 
What's gonna happen when Ty enlists? Hey, get it. shocked it took a second <laughs> no actually it was like where's our lay i was like looking for him and i'm like where is it no i mean like that he actually showed up on the screen yeah. it took a second oh. i was like oh my god it's him he's there i wonder what his solo album's gonna sound like oh, it's gonna be beautiful i bet how they actually inserted lay in there i love it <laughs> it's so cute, it's so cute. I love it so much because <laughs> i like had read something online that like people were saying oh 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 they're so happy what were they saying i was saying i like read something online that people were like oh when like lay shows up in the video you can tell that it's like video editing he wasn't well, really there, blah, blah, blah. And I'm well, like, who cares? what did you expect? We had COVID. He got stuck in China. Like, I'm just happy that he in the video. I know. That's what's important. <gasps> it's so cute. I love him so Aww. much. I'm in the field. He's like actually in the video. <laughs> I know. More than he was in like the <laughs> don't mess up my tempo. He was like barely in that. I'm like, he was actually in this <gasps> And he looks so happy. He was so cute. Aww. I love a cute it. Song. It's a cute song though. Oh, yes. Aww. Don't fight the feeling. <sighs> yeah. They're so cute. I love it. I love it. That was a good way to start. That is a good way to start. So cute. I know. Are we going <sighs> to put on our seatbelts and go back in time? Yes. So I think before this, the next comeback was Obsession. Obsession. Right? I know I listened to this and saw the video. Um, I don't think I've seen the video probably since it shortly after ago. it came out. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was a couple months ago when I was like, you know what? It's time. I need to get back into K-pop. So a little bit before we started the podcast, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw it that one time. I was fangirling the whole time. I must. I remember I was messaging you the whole time. I was like, I remember. Summer, it's happening. Ah, so um, I've seen this, but it's been a minute. So let's do it. Okay, I'm ready. But I'm like, Obsession. whoa, it's going to mess with my brain because now we're going to see people that are now in the military yeah. that weren't... <laughs> All I remember from this is like Suo and his red hair. <laughs> I just remember like how fierce like Bacon looks in this, but then I'm like, but it's Bacon. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I liked the red hair though, but he looks so. very good. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> And then I remember seeing this, um, didn't we see this, like, the restaurant, too? I think so. And then, like, I think it came out in Running Man, too, so. Mm -hmm. 
stylistically it was different from their other stuff. Yeah. But uh, just I look like how fierce it. they look. And the fact, I don't know, I was like, look at Kai showing those abs. That's what I was going to say. So, like, <laughs> Kai wearing a crop top. Yay or nay? <laughs> I don't, I'm, like, mixed for a couple of reasons. Let's enter that first. I had to feel like Daniel's drop. Um, he has the abs and he can flaunt them. But he looks better than us. Oh, it's not fair. <laughs> it's like, why does he wear a crop top better than me? And it's yeah. like, I, I don't hate it. It's, no, he, it's he a rocks weird it. Feeling. He's confident as so. And with that, that hair. Yeah. It's like blue green color. <laughs> How about bacon with like the blonde white I hair? I don't hate it. I like it actually. Which is kind of surprising. Yeah. Suo's red hair. I I just I think they're exuding confidence. They look really sexy. So yeah, Simon's hair is cute. Because he's, he's cute. I know. They are all cute. I like his suit though. Yeah. The yellow suit. I like him though. Wait, what? <laughs> Sing to me, Opa. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. He was like our second love, I think. Yeah, he 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 gives me the whole um growl, red hair feels from that like Dio That's had, right. you know? Because Dio yeah. was on the yeah, they, it's like the same color, but this time it was so so time. Oh Chen, I'm like Chen-y. sing it, man. And then I'm like, what's with your hair? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, their voices are very distinct. You can tell. Not gonna lie, I didn't know what was going on for like half the video. Oh, yeah, dude. But that's okay. Of course. Thinking, we had to wait such a long time between that I and the, you, the first you, one. I, I don't think so. <laughs> Shut up and go away. That's like all the English ones. <laughs> so, the last one that we're going to listen to today is... It's the love shot. It's the love, love shot. Da, 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 da. How many views does this have? This one has 425 million views. I think it's when it went over ago. like 400 million. I think is when you saw we're seeing things on Facebook. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't think I've seen this since two years ago. <laughs> well, here we are. Let's do it. Here we are. This was a good album that this came back came from, though. It was good. <laughs> See, I know I've also was exposed to this because of shows and the internet and the restaurant. Yeah, this is my second time seeing this video. Maybe like my third or fourth. It's been a while though. Oh, I love the suits. Oh. I love the transition. Oh, oh hello. 
Yeah, I was like, body roll that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, do I match Kai? Because I'm wearing red, so I match him. There you go. Oh. They make it look so easy, too. Like, yeah. It's crazy. We should have water guns. Pew, pew. Film with soju. <laughs> Gimme. It's like, oh, they all look so good. They do. They really do. I would fall if I tried to dance like that. And not like they did, because they're like, eh, you know? Yes. You'd be like, boop! <laughs> I always like when he raps like that. I'm like, So I'm like, oh, that was such a good shot. Ha, <sighs> <laughs> shot, love shot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that oh, looks so, look good. so good in the suits. I don't know why, and don't come after me, but it reminds me of uh, 2 p.m. Uh, my, house. my house. Yeah, just like the aesthetics in the background and the suits. Theo has such a distinctive voice. Mm -hmm. But it's so beautiful it is. mixed, you know? I feel like he looks less squishy, like baby face, than he used to, and it's still shocking to me. <laughs> I'm like, he grew up. Yeah. They all have. Oh, they're so beautiful. Ugh, the body rolls. Yes. We need to... Calm down. And I'm holding those flowers in their mouth. I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah, I need to be fanned. Oh. Oh, so good. So yep. good. That whole album was so good. They're fantastic. I'm just like... You have to do like... Nine. Oh yeah, right. I think Sorry. that's it. I don't know. I stopped listening to track because I was like, she's doing it. <laughs> oh my god. I lost track to like six. XO, they oh. never failed to uh, make me blush. And I know, I'm like, I, I'm like, oh. They're so good. Oh. I love them so much. Do you remember when we used to call them EXO? EXO. It's because of the song. It's not our fault. We didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know any like, better, guys. It's that K-pop group. Like, EXO. E <laughs> and then we heard them introduce themselves. Yeah. One day we were like, like oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, it was fun to uh, go Revisit. back through memory lane and talk about dying. Yes. See if we wouldn't be able to have the podcast for you guys if we would have died. Oh, God, Summer. <laughs> that became kind of dark. <laughs> what? But we yeah. We could have died. Yeah, we could have. I could have punched somebody. It was the first time I was like, I'm flying. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but yes. Um, we got to hear a new song. We did. I feel like the reactions were maybe not that exciting. Because we were like. Because we were just like, oh, they're so cute. I know. But. They are. They are cute. But yeah, thank you for being here with us. Yes. If you saw the whole episode, we commend you. You're the real MVP. <laughs> but yeah, um, stay tuned. We'll be back next week. We will. Bye.